This is our third Thanksgiving here at Longleaf Breeze. And you know, I think they're getting sweeter each year. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles. Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of November 24th, 2011. And happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. That's what I was going to say. It's, uh, it's great that since we switched our podcast to Thursdays that... We have a chance to do a Thanksgiving um, podcast on the very day. On but the very day. We want to um, remind you that the past, if you've been one of our listeners, that the past two years, we've sort of followed this um, Thanksgiving routine, even if it hasn't fallen, you know, the podcast didn't fall on Thanksgiving, but we still are mindful of the time of year. So we'd like to make this an annual ritual every Thanksgiving or in that week of the podcast of Thanksgiving, uh, we want to be mindful of our blessings and not change that formula. So this is, as it is every year this time, a chance for you and I to reflect on how blessed we are. That's right. And we might have mentioned this last year, that something about living on a farm, um, growing our own food, being closer to the land, has, at least for me, uh, provided a connection to the whole concept of Thanksgiving as it began in this country, which was looking at the bounty of the earth, looking at... Yeah, um, that's a good point. And and also relationships um, that we have, that we have formed and strengthened throughout the past year here in our new home. So, well, let's talk about those things for which we are thankful. Yeah, um, I think we'll start with our health, even though we know that since our last podcast of Thanksgiving of last year, you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. But you know, one of the people who has diabetes, and I was talking with him the other day, he said you may learn or you may realize over time that your diagnosis was one of the nicest things that could have happened to you. I'm not sure I'm ready to say that yet. Yeah, that's a stretch. (laughs) But I think I understand where he's coming from because with the diagnosis and the much more disciplined way that I'm eating and exercising and so forth has come an increased coherence to my life. I'm not crushed or disappointed. It's just one of those things that I'm going to have to live with. And so far, we seem to be living with it fairly well. Well, and our lifestyle has certainly changed to adapt to it because of walking on a regular basis pretty much every day. Pretty much every day. If it's not pouring down rain or something. Which has been good for us, good for the farm, really. It's good for us to get out and see everything. I know. And it's been good for our marriage. It has been. Good for Audie. That's been great for Audie. Our Springer Spaniel loves getting out and running through the woods. So it's just, it's a very um, pleasant consequence of your having been diagnosed because we do um, we're changing our lifestyles in some ways that are uh, it's positive and let's reflect on the other aspects in which our health is is really quite good you and I both have um, all the mobility we need we're strong we're that's right clear-headed we're able to take care of 
everything here at the farm, and so it's um, a good time in terms of our health. Yeah, um, so we we have that to be thankful for, and then since we've talked about the farm a little bit, let's move into to that discussion a bit more in depth. I'm feeling much more connected to this land with every day that goes by, really, aren't you? I am. It's uh, We were reflecting on this because we have some friends for whom their farm is really not, um, a, it's not nothing, they're not passionate about the land. It's just a tool. Mm-hmm. And you and I have realized that that's not where we are. We are yeah. growing a, a connection with this particular piece of property that's getting tighter and firmer by the day. Yeah, so that's been um, kind of what I was alluding to earlier, that that's given me a a sense of what the the original settlers of this this continent must have felt, at least more more than I could relate to it when I lived in the city and didn't know where my food came from and that sort of thing. And Um, you and I are becoming more comfortable with this way of living, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's seeming more like the way we ought to be. That's right. And even, and I think I've mentioned this before, thinking it's normal not to be able to pop in the car and go five minutes to a Publix or the drugstore that, yeah, it may take me a little bit longer to get there, especially if I want to go to the big city of Montgomery and get a nice selection and many days when we don't go anywhere, when, That's true. when we stay here all day long, which but, is delightful. But we still have plenty to eat because I go out and simply harvest our food from Veg Hill. So Absolutely. that's kind of fun. And it's fun to just see how things are developing here at the farm. And we, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about right. all the changes that are that we are making, but I think I would say I am thankful that we can have enough perspective to step back and realize the changes that are happening here, mm-hmm. the positive changes. The positive changes, that's right. And certainly um, one of those is that we're growing more and more of our own food with every year that's passed by. Um, like, for example, the cornmeal, the, the little bit of corn that I actually uh, raised in conjunction with Jonathan Meeks, our friend who brought in some some corn that he had, and these both of these were it's the Indian type corn or field corn that we uh, used to make cornmeal. Um, we wouldn't have been able to do that two years ago. No, and boy, was that fun! And there's a post about it on Longleaf Breeze, and I'll include a link to it on the show right. notes page. But we actually ground our own cornmeal with Jonathan's help. And um, it was just a delightful experience. Yeah. And and yet another page in our continuing book of new things that we're learning to do, new ways we're learning to grow and be self-sufficient. Um, and this past week, we went out and we clipped collards and cooked those. We've um, A friend of ours came up, Kathy Marth, came for dinner the other night, and I was able to go out into the garden and harvest a little bit of chard, a little bit of... Uh, kale, a arugula. Bit of arugula, which I like and Kathy liked, but even though it's not your favorite, <laughs> we had peppers from the garden and tomatoes from the garden and even some col- some kohlrabi on the salad. So that was just really, um, to me, a sign that even at this time of year, which is sort of a transitional period between the two seasons, the summer garden is gone and the fall garden is just beginning to kick up. Um, 
even then we're able to to eat pretty well from from our what we've grown out there. And Veg Hill is becoming more productive, and yeah. obviously that is what we have been hoping for all along. We have been hoping and expecting, frankly, that we would make the soil more fertile over time yeah. simply by good management and husbandry of the soil and so forth. And every indication is that our efforts are succeeding. Yes. So I'm very thankful for that. And the orchard's looking good. That's another uh the I orchard is not for. producing the way Veg Hill is yet, but we have high hopes and every expectation that it will uh, produce more and more each year. Uh, the blueberry production's getting uh, better each year, and we're getting more muscadines, and we will mm -hmm. eventually hope to have um, more figs that we can enjoy. So things are coming along, and um, so that, that's um, all looking good for the future. And that's something that we didn't have this time last year. We had planted a, a handful of trees, but if you think back to this time last year, that was just yeah. sort of a pipe dream to right. expand that orchard. Yeah, so we're thankful, right. and I'm thankful for your brother who came and brought the bulldozer and made it all happen. Couldn't have done it without him, <laughs> that's for sure. I know. Well, you know, if you remember, our, at one time our hope was that we would leave the stumps in place. And just plant the orchard around those stumps. Aren't we glad we didn't I'm do that? I'm so glad we didn't do that. So I'm <laughs> thankful for that decision as well. And of course, you look around just at the beauty of the woods. The past several weeks, uh, the leaf color has just been, and of course now it, the, the leaves are falling off the trees, but it's just been gorgeous here. And as we've taken these walks daily, we've come to appreciate more and more just the beauty of the forest. And, of course, we also need to be grateful for the sheer bountiful productivity of Veg Hill. This summer, uh, we've talked on and on. People are here. I'm sure that people are tired of hearing me say this, but you, you are bringing in big baskets full of food every day from Veg Hill. And we, we had piles of food. We were just looking for somebody to give them to. <laughs> And that's a wonderful problem to have. Yeah, it really is. And this is really the first year we can say that. I know. In, in, in prior years, we were able to say that, oh, we got, you know, three or four of this, or we enjoyed the first one of these. But in terms of just the sheer bulk of food, this is the first year. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. And, of course, we have a new son-in-law since last Thanksgiving. And we are thankful for Elian Olson, who has married our daughter, Adrian Lee Borden. Now, Adrian Lee Olson, our announcer. Um, just that's fresh on all our minds because that happened on November the 5th. Uh, just a delightful day, a delightful man. And we are looking forward to Adrian's and Eli's being able to have, make a home together and a family together. That's right. So we are thankful for him and for all of our family, really our children. We've talked about them, I'm sure, more than a lot of people would care to hear, especially <laughs> our grandson, Smith, uh, but and my mother. And, you know, another new family member since last year is our dog, Audie. That's true. He came to Audie's us on the a new addition to the family 1st of May. So year. we are thankful for him. And he's actually a very good influence on us because he does encourage us to walk every day. <laughs> it is fun to walk with Adi because he embraces each new adventure so enthusiastically. Mm -hmm. 
And he'll let you know if it's time to walk. That's the other thing. You won't be. Absolutely. doesn't want you sitting around. So, and, and we're thankful for our extended family. We were with your brother and um, our nephew and some yeah, our great nephews Yeah, had quite a lot of today. help raking leaves today at the lake yeah. place. That was fun. So we've, we, and we look forward to, of course, more family time over this extended Thanksgiving weekend. So we have a lot to be thankful for. And our church, we've gotten even more involved in our church in Tallahassee. Episcopal Church of the Epiphany in Tallahassee, uh, where we are, where we're finding true acceptance and um, a, a feeling of belonging. Yeah, I really, it's a wonderful group of people. Um, we've had so many people reach out to us, and we want to do likewise and reach out to others. So it's been a good experience to get and to know them. We're feeling a little less like the newcomers now. I know, we're, I know. And in fact, I feel that way about the entire community. We're beginning to get to know people, um, even merchants in town that we deal with. Um, now, can looking back on it, could you ever imagine that you would be grateful for Tallahassee? No, because I thought it would be a typical small town that we'd have a hard time breaking into. I just thought, you know, that it would be sort of a closed system that outsiders, especially we might be suspicious outsiders because we were, we've come from the big city of Birmingham or something. And I'll have to admit I did too. I did not expect us to feel a sense of belonging in our community, and we do. And, to, and it's happened quickly. So I am very thankful for that. And... Look forward to even getting more and more involved with them. Um, another one we should mention is we've, we've joined the Chamber of Commerce here and also our Master Gardener group. We've gotten more involved sure. with them in central Alabama. So um, it's a, that's another wonderful group of people that we've gotten to know. Well, let's talk a little bit about the lodge because I'm grateful that right. we are having the chance to build the lodge and what it will mean. I, I, we're able to to have guests come and spend time with us even here in the barn. But it is a little austere here. Yeah, and it's um, and people are always so gracious and complimentary. But let's face it, it's a one-room apartment. Like when Jonathan came to visit, you know, we don't have really another bedroom for anybody to sleep. You know, it's, it's very cramped for, for a guest. So we're looking forward to sharing hospitality with others as they come to visit us in the lodge. And uh, you pointed out that we need to be grateful for the means that allowed us to build the lodge, Absolutely. which is our sale of our house in Birmingham. That's right. This time last year, we were still paying taxes in Jefferson County. We still had a house full of stuff up there. And now to ha to be free of that, to have somebody else who's enjoying that piece of property and to at least have everything we own well, it's it's scattered somewhat between Tallapoosa County and Elmore County. <laughs> We're getting closer. Our storage unit's just right across the river. So, um, but we anticipate being able to empty that storage unit within the next few months I because know. when the lodge is finished, uh, we will get out of the business of using a storage unit. That's so. right. So it's it's coming along, and we're feeling a lot of gratitude about that. Well, I've got one that um, I, I will say it's a. a a subject of gratitude, but it's also a little bit of a, oh my goodness, we need to do it. You and I are planning to meet with the Garden Club at Emerald Mountain on Monday night, and we're thankful for the chance to share some of what we have been learning. That's right. We'll be giving a presentation to them on organic uh, gardening and organic 
orcharding and um, and hopefully learning from them as well and getting to know them better. So that I'm glad to be invited. I mean, I'm thankful that someone cares to hear our our approach and our opinions about such things. And you and I have talked about the fact that um, almost without missing a beat, you and I both are beginning to work on our advanced master gardener status, you for organic home-scale vegetable production, and I for organic home-scale fruit production. Right. Fruit nut. Yeah. So. so, you know, we've got, and of course we'll have Hopefully, more opportunities to do some more planting, some more tree planting this winter. Yeah. I'm grateful for that, too. It'll be a lot of work, but looking forward to it. You bet. And, of course, I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful (laughs) for you. I really am. I'm grateful that you and I are able to nurture our love and enjoy it here after 37-plus years of marriage. I know. I never would have expected to... um, find you not only a dear friend, but still sexually attractive to me Gee, at thanks. this age. Um, <laughs> well, hmm. I, just, I just think that's wonderful, and I'm so grateful yeah. for that. I'm grateful, and I'm grateful that we've been able to, I've been able to retire, even though I do my consulting, and I really enjoy, I'm actually grateful for that, too. I love what I do. Um, <laughs> I and, can testify to that. Yeah, the, the days that I'm able to escape and go be a professional again. I I really do enjoy that. But the fact that I can live here full time and still do that, and we are together so much, that's just a lot to be grateful for. And I'm grateful that I can maintain my practice of law even while enjoying my life as a subsistence farmer here at Longleaf Breeze. That has been a a wonderful gift that I can do that. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. So this is the time of year that we are, as many of you are, I'm sure, reflecting on our many blessings and showing our gratitude. So, And we, we encourage you to do that as well. Yes. Take time to reflect on how blessed you are. And so as we close out for today, we just wish you again a happy Thanksgiving a begin- and a happy beginning to Advent because the Advent season will be beginning before we... Uh, have another podcast and so uh, we'll just say as far as the church year goes we can say see you next year you've been listening to long leaf breeze with lee and amanda borden we'd love to hear from you you can call the farm at 334-625-8682 send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com our address is p.o box 780-446 tallacee alabama 36078 Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log, check in with Lee and Amanda, and talk with other listeners. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.